Welcome back to Tip Today. We were discussing um, New Year's resolutions earlier. Of course, it's the first show back in 2024, so it's a big topic for discussion. I'm delighted to be joined in studio this morning by our relationship mentor and co-creational psychotherapist, Susan O'Donoghue. Happy New Year, first of all, Susie. Happy New Year, Ellie. Lovely to be here. I know, and it's nice. And we were talking about uh, New Year's resolutions with a few callers, and they were very sage and wise this morning, and they were talking about how sometimes people put too much pressure on themselves by making these resolutions that maybe are unattainable for a lot of people but instead making little choices day to day are the real the right way of doing it would you agree with that yeah i think everybody's they are where they're supposed to be number one right so whatever sits right for you is where you need to be at um i think the pressure comes from it's nearly socially isn't it yeah yeah you know it's like this big thing that you have to make huge changes and i suppose Weight is huge, new jobs, mm. you know, there's a list of stuff people do and it's kind of, you know, I'm going to get fitter, I'm going to get healthier, I'm going to get... And I often think about, you know, we look at changing things about ourselves. Why can't we just be ourselves and try and get more into who we really are? Now, that's the that's the that's that's my suggestion, yeah. would be instead of changing it, just try and be who you really are. So take away all the masks. Yeah, because we all wear masks, don't we, every day? You know, every time we meet somebody and it all depends on who you're meeting, you'll put on a different one, pretend you're in a great place and have a big smile and how are you getting on? And then you could meet somebody else, you'd be very guarded. Mm. So how about just looking at that and having an understanding of what's going on for you? Right. You know what I mean? Instead of changing something, just look at how is it for you and try and get an understanding of why we behave the way we behave. Yeah. That's my suggestion, but that's always where I'm coming from. Because it's a funny week, I think, this week, because for a lot of people, they will have expectations of Christmas that maybe weren't met. And now they're facing into a new year where the weather is horrible and you're in that crimbo limbo, I always call it, between New Year's and Christmas, which is weird as well. And nobody, you, you just feel a bit unstable, I think, do you? Yeah, a bit unsettled, maybe, yeah. you know. And you're going back into a new year and like maybe it wasn't so great last year. Yeah. And you're trying to make this next year feel a lot better. And and realistically, it's every day you wake up that, you know, you need to have a look at how is it for me and what do I need to do around it for myself? Mm. Because there's only one person can make your Christmas right. And that's yourself. Yeah. You know, you can't, like if we're relying on other people, we're automatically giving away, you know, like we're giving over to them what we need to be having for ourselves, which is the responsibility of taking care of ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's also it's it's like that regret you have after a night's drinking. I think that this time of year, because you've spent a lot of money for Christmas, the bills are coming in now for a lot of people they won't get paid till the end, the end of the month. So there's a lot of pressure financially too yeah, on people this huge. time of year. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves yeah. financially, you know, uh, and realistically, when you think about it, there's nothing more valuable than giving someone your time. And I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but like for kids, for anybody, like I brought my kids on great holidays, right? And it's the ones that we went to Clare that yeah. they remember. Do you know where we had buckets and spades and out, the, you know, digging holes? That's what, if you ask them now and they're all older now, like 16 is the youngest, that's what they'll say they remember. Yeah. So realistically, like you can go to all the great places, you can go to Disney, you can go to whatever you want. And they are great holidays, don't mm. get me wrong. But what kids really remember and what people remember is the time that you spent together. Yeah. They're As- funny, like they'll let you down with a bang that way. You could spend a fortune on a holiday. And they'd be like, do you remember that time we found the snail in the yeah. woods? And like, we went fishing. Yeah. Remember years ago, we went down to, was it uh, Clane? And uh, we went fishing for crabs. Now, uh, I didn't even know you could do that, right? But it was somebody who told us that we met down there and we saw him and he was like, yeah, you just put a bit of chicken bone on the end of, the, throw in the string and you catch a crab. Go away. Well, the fun. 
I mean, that's that kind of stuff. That's yeah. what they remember, you know. So, like, I just think that, you know, when it becomes all about monetary and it's all, yeah. you know, like we really lose ourselves in it, don't we? Yeah. We really lose who we are because we're not we're not our belongings. We're not our we are we belong to ourselves, yeah? yeah. We don't belong to something else or something else doesn't make us better because we have it. Hmm. You know, um and I think realistically it's all about being your being your true self, taking off the mask, you know, because the best back the back to mask skin, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What's funny as well, I remember speaking to John Lynch on this a few times, our solicitor, and he was saying this is the most popular time of the year for them with people going in looking for advice on marriage breakdown. So it's yeah. the most popular time of year where marriages will break down. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Is that because People are reevaluating everything. Maybe Christmas was the straw that broke the camel's back and they've decided enough is enough. What? Why is it this time of year? I would say it's a combination of everything. Number one, there's huge pressure around Christmas, like you even said it yeah. yourself financially. Then you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> that can be good or bad. Yeah. But when the expectations are huge about somebody else filling our need, yeah, and you don't get what you what, what you thought you should get, yeah, the minute you bring shoulds, must have to and ought to into it, then you know you're after leaving yourself, right? So why didn't I get this? I should have got that. Why wouldn't he buy me that? You know, And I think as women, and I put my own hand up years ago, there was an expectation there that people should know what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't know how men feel that. because I am a woman. So, you yeah. know, but as myself, there would have been an expectation there. Whereas now I just, I, I every year I go out and I buy myself something. And I put it under the tree and that's my present, yeah, to yeah. myself, from myself. And I think it's one of the nicest things I've ever done. And I try and do it every year without fail. If it can be a book, it can be a small thing, it can be, but it's wrapped, it's put under the tree and it's from me to me. Yeah. yeah? At least then you're getting what you want. And I've I've always, like, I, my poor husband-in-law, <laughs> I would say, I brought back more presents than, right? That's what I did. Because yeah. they didn't, you know, he'd go out and he'd do his best. But lots of times I'll tell him what I want. Yeah. Doesn't it make life so much easier? It does. You know, and there's no pressure then on him and like, you know, he'll tell me what he wants and I'll get him what he wants. And that's basically what we do. Yeah. Because why would you do that to somebody? I know we did that too. This year we told each other what we wanted. There was no row. There was nothing. <laughs> like it was perfect. No expectation. Nothing. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, the way to go. Yeah. I think it, it just takes a lot of the, you know... I don't know. The, I don't know. It's kind of like this fantasy stuff around, you yeah. know, you know, my life should be this way. My life must be that way. And it's kind of this expectation of what society wants. You know what I mean? And mm. sure, realistically, it's what you want. Yeah. You know, like live for yourself, not for somebody else. Because the greatest addiction in the world is the addiction to what other people think of us. Really, Susan? I would say so. Yeah, it's right up there, isn't it? Is that the, the whole scourge of social media then as well? That makes oh. that worse, doesn't it? Yeah. See, because we're social, we want we're, we want to be connected. Connection yeah. is part of... But the real person we want to be connected to is ourselves, yeah, yeah, consciously. But we really need other people, yeah? So we'll do anything to get belonging and to get love. So therefore, we'll... we'll stand in our head for other people just so that they'll see us and they'll like us and they'll... You know, there's nothing worse than not being seen. Mm. Yeah, you know, we had a couple of callers as well this morning who were talking about um, how their resolution is to volunteer more this year. That kind of plays into a little bit of, of that need to belong somewhere and to feel like you, you have value. Yeah, and it's the value thing, isn't it? And remember, we're all born worthy. 
and we're all born valuable, yeah? There's nobody on this planet who isn't born worthy, yeah? And then what happens is we get knocks along the way, yeah? And our little bit of confidence gets chipped at and our self-esteem. And that's what you, what you need to build on is your self-esteem. Not your value because you are valuable and, mm. you, you know, you are worthy. That's a given. Yeah. So I think for people even to know that, that you are worthy of love and belonging and affection and you are worthy of a place in the world, the same as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And you are valued, you know. When it comes to parenting then for the new year, like if you're looking back on last year and thought, God, there was some things I got wrong there. I'm going to maybe look at things differently. You might have a child who's going into a new phase, maybe who's a teenager or might be going to college next year or something. So how you parent might be changing in 2024. So how do you prepare yourself for that and adjust to it? Right. Number one on the list always is yourself, right? Because our kids look to us for guidance. They follow our example, right? So if you want a child who can care for themselves, you need to show them a responsible adult who can take care of their needs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's number one always on the list. And being honest with them, an age appropriate, of course, right? But being honest with your kids, you know, don't be... And, and watch that addiction to what everybody else thinks, yeah, watch that because that draws us in the whole time. And, you know, we'll have expectations then around our children, what they should be doing. Remember, shoulds, must have to and ought to. If you're using them words, you're in kind of a an unconscious kind of defensive place, right? So now we're, we're beaten against the tide kind of, right? So what we need to do is we need to step back. We need to examine and reflect on how it is for us. And is there fear coming up for me around if my child doesn't go to college or doesn't get the points they need or, you know, because we're coming into the leaving cert time yeah. now, which is so stressful for everybody, mm. yeah? But, like, even, like, you'll hear people saying, you know, how many pints did they get? I don't care if they got a thousand pints. Yeah. I never say pints. Pints, my child is not a point. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. My child is not an exam result. That's the bottom line, yeah? And believe you me, there's way more going on now than exam results for our kids. Mm. So I really think we need to be in a good place to hold them. So number one on the list is taking care of yourself always so that you're there for your child. Yeah. Yeah. How do you start if you're someone maybe who doesn't have like an open dialogue with your child for whatever reason? And you've decided 2024 is the year where we're going to be more open and we're going to try and have a closer connection. How do you start that? Because if you haven't had it all along, they'll probably be a bit suspicious of it. Of course they will. And it's like dipping your toe in the water. Isn't yeah. It? Honesty, if that's what you're feeling, have it sit with your child and say, is it OK to sit with you? I just need to speak with you. Is that OK? Like, respect their space too. Know that maybe it's not okay for them for you to sit with them. Yeah. Maybe they don't want you. Maybe they don't want you sitting with them. Maybe they're like too fearful of it. Maybe they think, "What's she going to say now?" You know. But I think it's about being honest with them and saying, "Look, I really would love to have a better connection with you." You know, because I love you. And, you know, I feel like, you know, there's a bit of separation there or whatever your words are. Use your own words. Don't use mine. Yeah, mm. because mine are what I use. But whatever comes up for you, be honest enough to say it. But make sure that you reflect on it before you say it. Yeah. Don't go in there and just, just you know what I mean? Have a reflection first and find out where you're at. Because that's what I'm always saying to you. Where you're at is where you're going to be for your child. Mm. If I'm not in a good place, if I'm fearful, if I'm uh, always looking to others to see what my cues are, that's where I'm going to be at with my child. So I'm going to treat my child the same way. So when I sit with my child, I'm going to be looking to everybody else to see what my what I need to be doing with my child, if you get me. Yeah. As opposed to if I'm in a good place and I go, well, sure, the reason I was so upset with my child for not getting the whatever, right, pints, was because I got upset years ago and there was an expectation around my 
how I should be around, uh, say, achievement. So then that's that's reflecting on yourself. So then I bring myself to my child. Mm. Yeah. When it comes to New Year's resolutions, um, a lot of people will say if you kind of make them too unattainable, then you feel like a failure. So if you are someone who likes to set resolutions to yourself, how do you do it in a way that's not setting yourself up for failure? Right. I think um, the word failure always, I love it, right? Because the man who never failed never did anything. Yeah. Yeah. Failure is part of success. That's what we do. I think sometimes we set our expectations too high. Yeah. We're, and I think that has a lot to do with society and what other people think you should be doing. Yeah, mm. you must and you have to. Uh, so I think it's about re-examining that again. What does failure mean to me? And how was fa- failure in my story? You know, how did failure become so dangerous for me? How is it that I fear fa- failure so much? Because like we all fail. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of living. Yeah. And if I go around and I'm terrified of failure, I'm going to pass that on to my child. No matter what age they are, because remember, they learn from example. Yeah. Yeah. So the greatest gift you can give your child is to reflect on your own stuff, no matter, you know what I mean? It's always inwards, never outwards. Mm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. yeah. Do you set resolutions for yourself for the new year? Do I set resolutions for myself for the new year? Not really, no. Um, I think every morning I get up, I say to myself, you know, what do I need today for myself? That's yeah. my question always. Like, what's what's my need today? Like, what do I need to be doing? And I'm, I suppose what, what I want for myself the whole time is to be able to look at stuff that comes up for me every day, not just the new year, but every single day that you wake up and say uh, you meet somebody and they don't salute you. Uh, what's my reaction or my response now to this? Am I like, oh, my God, what did I do to that person? How is it they're not talking to me? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of a sense of... And then how is it that that's, my, that's the way I'm, I'm responding to that? Sure, that person, they might have had a terrible morning. Sure, my, mm. it's nothing to do with me, like. But how is it that I can't stay separate from another person's behaviour? That's the kind of stuff I try and catch. Or another big one for people is uh, when someone asks me to do something because I care, that was my label growing up, um, and can I say no? Why do you feel bad saying no? I would have years ago. Not so much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at it. But I suppose for me, it would have been huge. Like I would have been seen as the carer, right? So I would have been seen as the one if hadn't went wrong, come to me. Yeah. I'd have sorted for you. Because that's how I got seen in life, right? That That's what I took on as a child, which was so amazing. The things we take on as children is absolutely phenomenal. And we take this on, then we, we bring it with us then into adulthood where we don't need it anymore. Mm. Because now I'm not relying on my parents or my, my guardians or whoever is with me for support. Excuse me. I'm relying on myself. So how is it now that I'm bringing that protector with me into adulthood? And the reason is, is because I've never found a safe space to reflect on what I'm doing. Yeah? yeah. So I'll keep using it and using it and use it because it's got me through all the younger years and I've survived what I had to survive. Yeah. Mm. But now I want to live as an adult. I don't want to survive anymore. I want to live. I want to truly like have a great life where I feel like I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah. So now I need to reflect on what's going on for me and what behaviours am I using? Like, and we use so many behaviours unconsciously. Yeah. They say like well over 90% is unconscious and I'd believe that. You know what I mean? Because they're all reactive, aren't they? Yeah. You know, someone comes up to you and says something, you know, you you don't you don't go by and have a think about it and go, hang on now, how am I if going only, to respond? <laughs> if only we could do that. Yeah. But the, t- the question to ask yourself the whole time is, what's my need in this? How is this for me? 
Yeah. You know, am I okay? That here? feels selfish though, doesn't it? It's but that's most, okay. Well, would you want your child to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So is your child being selfish? That's the question. You know, because I suppose we're brought up in a world where it's all about uh being addicted to what other people think. See the way it all comes back to that? Yeah. yeah. So now if I'm if I'm fearful that another person's going to think badly of me and then I won't maybe belong anymore to their group or you know what I mean? And as kids, that's huge, and especially as teenagers. Yeah? yeah. So we do carry that with us. So if I have a parent at home who's addicted to what other people think of them, where am I ever going to see an example of what it's truly like to take care of yourself? Yeah. You know? And to truly take care of myself, I need to ask myself, that doesn't mean that I say no every time, right? <laughs> there might be times when I go, yeah, I'd love to do that. But saying no is great, right? But then you'll say no and you'll think about it while well you think, oh, I feel bad now, I should have done that. Yeah, and, and then, then you bait yourself you? over. And then, then what's going yeah. on for you? I don't know. Yeah. How was it for you then when you were small to say no? Yeah. Do you know when they said to you, if, I don't know, Granny or Auntie, what Mary said something to you and they go, oh no, go on now, do that for Auntie Mary or go off and give Auntie Mary a kiss or, do you know, and you were like, I don't want to give Auntie Mary yeah. a kiss. But you do it because then you know that there'll be consequences if you don't. Yeah. yeah, and everyone will be happy with you if you just concede and do it. And that's the whole, yeah. bringing it into adulthood now. That sense of, because there was a fear there for you, right? So now you're, now remember all feelings make sense, yeah? So now these feelings coming up, right? They're prompting you to know that there was danger in doing that when you were small. Do you see how amazing we are? Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. Yes. I love behaviour. Oh. I get such a buzz out of it. I think we are fascinating. I really do. Yeah, and there's a reason for all behaviour. Like all behaviour makes yeah. sense. So is there anyone who's looking to make contact with you? How can they do that? Sure, it's info at emotionalwellbeing.ie or it's uh, 086 36 Great, we'll have those details here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.